Welcome to this week's episode of the Bourbon Boys. I wanted to do a little intro on this one because uh, we were down south where I was with my uh, family for the football game and we did some sampling of a couple groups that were down there. Um, one called The Other Guys. Uh, that's this particular episode. And one of the samples they gave me, I wasn't really sure what it was. Come to find out it was actually a uh, scotch. Um, so you'll you'll hear quite a reaction out of me about how uh, bad it is <laughs> because I was expecting a bourbon and I am not a scotch person. So that's why I thought it was awful. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to give that uh, little bit of information before you listen to the episode. So you're like, oh, my God, that's got to be terrible whiskey. N- no, it's just scotch and that's not my cup of tea. So. I hope you enjoy the episode. The other guys picked a lot of really good barrels that we tried, some that I'm not normally a fan of that I actually like their uh, picks of. So enjoy the episode, and until next time, enjoy your pours. Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. Uh, this week we have a uh, a different type of episode. We're doing a little bit of tasting, not blind, but just a tasting of some picks from a group called The Other Guys in Tampa Bay area, Florida. And we're doing it in the Tampa Bay, St. Pete area with a Floridian, or a Floridiot, we like to call him up in Kentucky, uh, Naj. What's going on? Back again for the third time. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and then we have a newbie, uh, Aaron Rothke. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Chad. Since Aaron's new, we're going to ask him the normal questions. Aaron, have you listened to the podcast before? A couple of times. Uh, that Mostly you, in car rides with you. That means you really haven't. Yeah. So uh, what was your first uh, whiskey you ever had? Um, it's mostly, Chad, that uh, you've gotten me into bourbon. Um, trying to think of the first thing you've ever probably given me. You're uh, you're definitely into smooth ambler, so that's a that's a possibility. Um, you know, knowing myself now, I'm into sweeter and oaky bourbons. Um, so I'm I'm thinking something along those lines of uh, maybe like a Maker's or some some uh, kind of semi mass produced bourbon would be a first thing I've ever tried. So what uh, what was the one that got you hooked, if it was from me or from somebody else? Uh, for me, like I've, I've lived in Lexington for 17 years now. After 13 years here, I was like, I need to be a bourbon fan. And for a good year to six months, it was like forcing upon myself and not enjoying bourbon, whether it was drinking it straight or on ice or via a mixed drink. Um so the things that I like now that really got me to start enjoying it would have been Michter's or Woodford Double Oaked, uh, some of the varieties of Four Roses, Maker's Mark, um, some of your, your sweeter and more oaky kind of things. But being it, you know, being a friend of yours, I've gotten to try a whole lot of different things and see some of the things I like and some of the things that you know maybe 
or at this point in my my taste are too high proof or too uh, not the not the rye, the rye bill that I might enjoy. And before before Aaron got into bourbon, really, he was a tequila aficionado. Do you want to tell people what sort of a crossover between tequila and bourbon is? Give us a little taste of your tequila knowledge. He used to own the Macho Nacho for a very short period of time. That that's right. I, I owned a uh, Tex-Mex restaurant for three months. Thanks for thanks for bringing that up, Chad. I thought it was six. Was no. it only three? No, I failed in three oh, months. Jesus Christ. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, tequila. That's right. I don't know if, I don't know if they heard that. <laughs> My crow's a little bit far away from me right now. We've uh, we've been driving to uh, like like Chad said the Tampa Bay area, and uh, been doing some drinking and some enjoying of of bourbon. Um, like Chad said, I I got into bourbon probably first from tequila, and tequila when it is aged, it's aged in former bourbon barrels. So your blanco tequila is zero to two months two months in a bourbon barrel, normally zero months. Um, so it's it's not aged. Your reposados are two to eleven months in a bourbon barrel. Your anejos are going to be a good year to three years in a bourbon barrel, and then super anejos, which those are going to be some of your pricier tequilas, which similar to some of your pricier bourbons, are going to be over three years in a in a bourbon barrel. So you're going to start taking on a lot of those flavors and the smoothness that bourbon has. Um, so if you're a bourbon connoisseur and wanting to try tequila. I would definitely recommend Agnejo is the way to go and with some age. And you're likely to just in, enjoy it as a sipping drink just like you enjoy bourbon. Okay. Uh, our first uh, drink from the other guys uh, provided us by uh, Rich uh, Pretus? Petrus. Petrus, okay. Uh, is going to be a Cannonball Run pick. It doesn't have most. None of these have proof on them, so we don't know. Well, the makers does, but I know that the Cannonball Run, I think, is an MGP product. I think it was an eleven year. Is it an eleven year? Pinot Noir. If it's the one that was offered in PCS, I think it was an eleven year. Yeah, Pinot, I think it's the same Pinot one. Noir cask. Okay. Well, I'm gonna let uh, we'll let Naj taste it first, and he can give his opinion, and then pass it off to Aaron, and I'll go last because. Aaron will have time to drink it. First impression, um, I would. I'm terrible at notes. First off, but I would say there's definitely a lot of caramelized sugar, residual sugar. Um, no burn, no hook. I guess is. Some Let's people. not discuss what uh, <laughs> what Jeff thinks about hooks. <laughs> um, I want to say it would probably surprise us the proof. I think it would be higher than what it drinks as. Okay. So for me, being a, a sweeter and oakier bourbon fan, it's it's pretty high heat, but still pretty smooth and approachable. Um, it's pretty tasty and flavorful. Uh, I, I have no idea. Like, I always guess wrong on uh, on proof, but I'm thinking maybe 105 proof is my guess, but I'm sure I'm wrong. I would echo what uh, Naj says as far as tasting notes. It's definitely caramel, 
sugar, hard sugar, like a hard candy type sugar of a, maybe a Werther's original type type shit. Um, I don't get a ton of heat on it, but I definitely get a little bit of heat. 121.3. Yeah. I was wrong. I would have guessed. I was, was wrong. I would get. I would have guessed it was higher than what uh, some would have thought. Like, well, Nod said it was high, but it definitely has some heat to it, and it's got some back end heat. But that that really deep sugar taste um, takes you away from that a little bit, so and it's got a little bit of a Kentucky hug to it. A ten year, um, and then another thirteen months in Pinot Noir casks. It does have some sweetness to it at the at the very back end, and it definitely has what you know. A lot of people reference as the Kentucky hug. It warms you up. Yeah, it does. It's it's still warming me up. All right, well, let's uh, move on to the next one. Naj, you want to pour the next one? Sure, we'll do that one. That's the uh, barrel bourbon. What? What's Aaron's face for? Oh, I, I'm a I'm a facial guy. <laughs> Um, I'm expressive when I drink my bourbon. Aaron loves facials. I do not. I like giving them. No, just pour it in. We're not classy here. Not classy. It's it's been a day of drinking. I mean, we're sitting around a Fairfield Inn with plastic cups. What's that? No, it's all right, Dad. Don't worry about it. Dad, my father is sitting here watching us. Unfortunately, I don't have another uh, cable, or we could have three mics because I do have. A four mic capability now. Chad is seriously legit now. With We're the moving up voice. in the world. We are definitely moving up. I have attachments. I have multiple attachments for this bitch. And we're not even talking children. No. Well, I do have those too, unfortunately. Grandpa says it's not unfortunate. Grandpa says it's it's a Grandpa's, wonderful thing. Grandpa's happy to have grandsons. Yes. He loves his granddaughters, but he's happy to have grandsons to pass trucks and uh, toys down to. He's got two of each now. Yes, he does. And uh, great father, great grandfather had a. And he'll probably soon have three of one. Well, I'm sure we'll have another another boy. Yeah, it's almost a given at this. Point. Your your current strategy uh, dictates that. That is barrel bourbon. So this sample is barrel bourbon from the other guys. We're not doing a blind because I didn't want to fuck with it, basically, is what it boils down to. So what do you think about it, Naj? <clears throat> Definitely a little stronger up front. Um, less sugar, for sure, than the first one. Um, Who would have felt the MGPs at first? I don't know what this one is. You talking about the third one? Yeah. A lot of that ethanol, right? Alcohol taste definitely burns a lot longer than the first one. As uh, Nash said, it's a uh, it's high heat up front. It uh, it's going to warm you up. You're not going to freeze in winter with the uh, other guy's pick of whatever that is. We got another guest coming in here in a second. It's Chris. You do have the right room. 
Um, it, it's still pretty flavorful, despite the uh, the heat profile, um, especially if you've been doing some drinking beforehand. Uh, to me, it's very uh, MGPE. Uh, it's a MGP high heat. It also has a lot of flavor to it, a lot of sweetness, but you definitely taste the MGP heat. And uh, more, thankfully, when we're we're talking with bourbon people, more bourbon has arrived. Just what we needed was more bourbon. Wow, we've we've got some nice bourbon showing up. I see stag. I see uh, a bland store pick. That's a Bland's Gold. It's over there already. Ooh, OESV. Yikes! That'll hit you in the fucking. More froses. A little bit. Yeah, it's plenty. I don't know what the hell that is. I'm working on a, a mystery sample. Oh, that's mine. Chris, you know what this is? No idea. Uh, what? Oh, the other guys? Yeah, it's. I don't know what brand it is or what it is. I just eat that. Exclusive cash, ca- cask finish program, pork program, finish. Pro- program E. Yeah, program E. It's like. <laughs> it's fancy. I don't know. I okay. don't really keep up with what the other guys do for uh, the picks. Well, I was just. I didn't yeah, know if you knew. A whistle pig or something like that. Whistle Maybe. pigs probably might be whistle a good pig. one, yeah. I know they did a whistle pig. All right, we'll say it's whistle pig. Mystery whistle pig pick. This one. That smells dirty. It smells wow. like straight earth. <laughs> Chad Chad doesn't do earth. He's I don't like this one at all. I haven't tasted I haven't tasted it yet. I'm just that smelling it. That is a it. weird smell. That's a w- unique smell. Yeah, that's a unique nose. That's probably the port. Oh, port finished. Mm. I don't know what. What'd you send me, Rich? I don't know what this is. Mm. That is different. Is there an extra cup? Uh, I might have to edit this one out. Giant bourbon one. Giant uh, coffee cup. I don't want to. I don't want to hate on his shit, but that's that is not enjoyable. It's, it's different. It's like, like a young whiskey finished. I was thinking whiskey. In, I was thinking whiskey. Yeah, they're all whiskeys. Right, but not bourbon whiskey. I'm sorry, whiskey. Rich, whiskey. I don't, we should. We should be more complimentary. We need to cut that out a little bit. I'll, I'll cut that one out. We only did three samples here. I need to uh, yeah fix that one. It just to me. Let me have I like it. Poured out. To me, it tasted a little young. You could taste definitely the port finish in it. Thank you. The port finish in it, but it definitely wasn't whistle pig. It's it's full of flavor. It's a different flavor. It was not a, an enjoyable flavor. I, can, I enjoyed the middle to late taste of it. Okay. Aaron liked it. So that means it's good. Naj? No. I was uh, I was not a fan. I was off-put. Yeah. I was... Uh, the first two were... You know, the... the I think... I, the first two picks I had, excellent. Cannonball Run was definitely my top pick. And the pick barrel was... Re- the barrel bourbon was really good. Very MGP. Very solid pick. That one, not a fan of. I'm going to leave this in. Fuck it. I'm sorry, Rich. I didn't like that one, but I like the other two. 
and we're going to go to the Makers next. And I'm going to tell you before I taste this, I'm not generally a Makers fan, and I told Rich before he sent this to me, I was not generally a Makers fan. So if he gets a good review out of me on this one, then he did. they did pretty well. Chris brought all the glasses. Chris is uh, Chris is legit. I didn't even say what Chris though. I just say Chris. So you're no Chris here. Anonymity. Chris, Chris doesn't exist. Chris <laughs> is the uh, the hotel lobbyist. Right. Ooh. Hotel motel hotel inn. I don't know what the song is. Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> not a doctor. Hotel motel Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. Not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I like drinking my bourbon. This is pretty good. I mean, it's Maker's Mark, so it's not going to knock your socks off by any means. It's smooth. Yeah. I mean, it's a decent whiskey. It's not going to knock your socks off, and it's not going to... It's not going to turn me away like that yeah. poor finish. <laughs> Sorry, Rich. <laughs> Nod, you're out of all the groups here, except for ones that... Uh, so this one, like again, I'm a smoother, <laughs> oakier, sweet drinker. And this is right up my alley. Well, this is Maker's Mark, so yeah. makes sense. They got some good branding there. As we were talking earlier, they got the the patent on the wax. So much whiskey. Okay. Well, this is going to have to be a bonus episode because there's only like 15 minutes in this. But there's more drinking to be done. Yes. We might have to make another episode. We can include Chris in this one and move on. But... <clears throat> this could be the uh, Florida, Florida sectional. Mm-hmm. So um, UK's win over Penn State. What were you gonna say, Naj? Part Florida part one and then Florida part two. We might have to do this and just not even put parts in it. Just say depending on how the game goes. Because I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to cause any rifts. <laughs> so uh, what we're gonna do now is uh, anybody have anything they would like to ask? As a closer to this episode, that's what I do for anybody that comes on. Uh, Naj, do you have anything to you, or you want to pass it off to Aaron for if he yeah. has any questions first? So question, uh, you know, Aaron is a question asker, so I assume you would have one. I always have questions. Uh, you know, you know, this is a podcast; so you can't see what I look like. Uh, I'm a Jewish individual. It's <laughs> a good and, thing. Uh, fair or smell like <laughs> fair. <laughs> there was some some sandals that had to get uh, to washed. This weekend, they were a little smelly, and uh, we've taken care of that. So everyone's uh, squeaky yeah. clean and feeling fresh and feeling good now. So fresh and so clean. So fresh and so clean. Orbits, and they, now they can be a sponsor. Um, so you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't know this about me by the sound of my voice per se, but uh, I'm Jewish, and most I love that most bourbon is kosher. Um, the second and third biggest bourbon distillery our kosher distillery. So that's Heaven Hill and Sazerac. So I was going to, you know, your your take on Heaven Hill so and you Sazerac. Pa- having, uh, you up here pubbing uh, Jewish distilleries? I sure am. Okay. What are my take on Heaven Hill and... And Sazerac. As far as... Just, you know, the, the wide berth of their offerings, their, your general taste profiles of their of their bourbons. I mean, Sazerac is a, a large umbrella. I mean, that's all Buffalo Trace. It is, but that's number three. Uh, Heaven Hill is wider. Heaven Hill is large, too, but Heaven Hill isn't as... They're not high-end as much as blue as uh, Buffalo Trace is. 
I mean, you have the power, the Parkers, and you have. I mean, that's pretty. Elijah Craig, twenty three and eighteen. I don't. To me personally, Heaven Hill doesn't hit my my sweet spot most of the time. It's most of the time too earthy for me. Uh, it depends on what you're talking about when it comes to Buffalo Trace, whether I like it or not. I think they're both well-run distilleries, so that's a positive for Jewish individuals. Yeah. Uh, I love the trolley tour when it comes to uh, tours for Heaven Hill because it shows you around downtown Barstown and shows you Booker Nose House and all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, I mean, they're both class acts. Uh, are either one of my favorite distilleries? No, but uh, I do have I do have a lot of respect for both of them. So, would you like to see more rye offerings from them? Because I know your profile is more that direction, or what uh, would get you to be more of a fan of theirs? Well, I don't think Heaven Hill can do anything to really make me a fan of them because they just that's just their profile is more earthy. Uh, Elijah Craig is an earthy brand. It's not a it's not a sweet and fruity type of oh yeah profile and. Buffalo Trace doesn't really need to make me more of a fan. I'm a fan of them, but they're just not my go-to most of the time. MGP is really my go-to, and that's more of a fruity, high-rye profile. I I love ETL's a good brand. Uh, Rock Hill Farm's a good brand. I mean, they're all good, but they're really just not something I gravitate towards first. So fair. And, I, and you know, like you said, they're, they're wonderful. Not always going to be... That's one of the wonderful things about bourbon is there's a wide profile of taste. It's very subjective. Yep. And that, that's so amazing about bourbon. That's not standard of most liquors. Yes. And that is, bourbon's amazing. It's the best. That's true. And that's why we have this podcast. Uh, well, that's why we have a lot of podcasts. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, so you, you mentioned Rock Hill Farms. You mentioned uh, uh, ETL. So those are some of your sweeter and oakier Ones that are up my my taste. Mm-hmm. What's a what's a Buffalo Trace product? You know more your profile. Well, it really depends because a lot of things that I gravitate towards are single barrel items. So a single barrel can be different or off profile of of the main. Like a, a single barrel of Buffalo Trace isn't necessarily always going to be the same as Buffalo Trace Standard. So. <clears throat> What's generally more sweet that they offer at Buffalo Trace? I'd have to really look. I haven't had a whole lot of their stuff, honestly. So I'd have to look at their tree of what they have that's more. I, their high rise stuff is the ETL. I mean, it just depends on what they're. I, I gravitate more towards single barrel stuff anyway. Yeah, it makes sense. It's usually with a, a single barrel. You have the uh, opportunity for something more amazing than normal, mm-hmm. as a as opposed to just a, a small batch, which could be who who knows how many barrels all at once. Um, so you know, let's we've we've got some small batch Elijah Craig here, ninety four. So I think we should get a pour of that. Well, I think going. we're gonna we're gonna cut this one off and start a new one, and we will uh, start off with. With the the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Whiskey Society picks after this, so I'll cut that off. We'll just say cut, cut from here um, to close out the podcast. I'm going to say, uh, does anybody have any closing words? 
Uh, let's go, cats. Oh yes. So Naj was uh, so amazingly correct on that. Let's go, cats. <laughs> you know, Chad, you've, you're the one that got me into bourbon, so I appreciate that. I, I love it now. Um, it's it's something I'm already proud of being a, a Lexingtonian now, and proud of being Kentuckian. Um, but now I have even more reason to be proud because we have such a, a rich, wonderful tradition of bourbon here in Kentucky. Um, I have all the more reason to think I'm a Kentuckian, and it's amazing. So, Chad, I, you know, your friendship is wonderful. Um, I appreciate it and love bourbon now. Uh, and then we have so much to celebrate here in Kentucky. Uh, thank you for having me on your podcast. It's just, you know, it's an honor um, as you're, you're well thought of in the bourbon history and bourbon, uh, you know, well, let's not get area. Crazy. Let's calm, let's calm down a little bit, He's but I right. appreciate, I appreciate your uh, kind words and I'm going to say thanks for everybody listening and enjoy the podcast and until next time, enjoy your pours and enjoy your family.